Front Porch Radio presents Circle Unbroken with Taft Ayers. Hello to all my friends in Radio Land. I feel like Eminem right now because I'm going. I can't. I can't hear myself in my in my phones. I can't hear my snare. Is that my snare? There we go, dude. Clayton, I never know uh, if I'm live. If the mic is hot, what I'm doing. I am your host, Taft Ayers. I'd like to say hello to my buddy Clayton Harris. What's up, bud? This is weird for me What's because when we when we started this show, you were you were my co-pilot. Yes, um, Clayton, you ejected. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. You, you did that to get us up and running. I've had Coach Mike ever since, and now you're back with me. You know, today tomorrow's show uh, is a rerun because we're promoting JD Darling at the Mule House, mm-hmm. and so we've been rocking him on Wednesdays. And so you being in here today for me is fitting mm-hmm. because. Of my subject matter, all right, and, I, and I'll be honest, I have no idea what your subject. This is great, is. folks, because Clayton's face right now is deer in the headlights. He's saying, "What do you mean it's fitting for me?" Um, you guys, as an audience, have been great to me. It's so fun to go to the Little League Park. Uh, it's fun for me to go to church, um, even at a restaurant recently where I have had somebody say something um, about the show to indicate they're listening. Um, I was at a uh, rotary breakfast, and a guy told me, he said, I love the way, because Coach Mike, I'll call him, depending on the show, sometimes I'll call him Hot Mike. Sometimes I'll call him open mic, and it depends on, on what I'm doing with him. And some guy said, I love the banter but between you and hot mic. And they said that at Rotary. And that was fun for me because it shows that what we're doing is is making an impact. Yeah. And Mike kind of got stuck with me. He didn't know who I was going to be or what I was going to be doing. And, and that is kind of cool, the way that he'll jump in and say things. He's also kind of like my, my Google I can say a subject or talk about something, and he'll he'll pull up his phone and say, "Well, there was a poem written in 1967 about." And he'll he'll insert something, and I think he likes it because he doesn't get a lot of words in edgewise on three dudes in the morning, and so <laughs> yeah. and so. And but he has a lot to say, and so on this show, he's kind of my avatar. Like I'll look at him, and he he'll talk back to me, and and so that part is good. But it's even better, Clayton, that you're here because. I'm going to talk about something today that is relevant to our format and a reminder of the Circle and Broken format. If you're finding us today and this is your first time listening, it's called Circle Unbroken because we believe that in life you want to, I was explaining this at a breakfast meeting this morning, you want to have a circle that is complete in your life, meaning I am whole, I feel good. Clayton, me and you were out of town this weekend. We were driving around in, in your family car, and it was just fellowship. It was good. And and when you're in those moments in life, you have this feeling of my circle is complete. Like, these are my people. Um, we I, I looked out at one point. My wife was with your wife underneath the tent. Yeah, you know I mean, like, like we, we were at a ball game, folks. We weren't at some, like, commune. Uh, but <laughs> you, when you're doing these things, you know that you're with your people. You know when you're talking about business, faith, community, that your circle is tight. And then there's moments when you feel like something happens. It could be somebody losing a job. 
It could be somebody with an unexpected bill, uh, a doctor's appointment that doesn't go the way that you want to go. Fill in the blank, and you feel like your circle may be cracks a little bit or it's loose or it's not tight. It's not a complete circle mm-hmm. when, when life happens. Right. And so we've told our people here that circle unbroken means we want solidarity, brother. Uh, we, we want a idea in our lives that you have this feeling of completeness and that we think that that comes from focusing on our three pegs that we talk about on this show of faith, business, and community. Three areas that if tended to you're fulfilled, okay? Yeah. So the concept today, because I feel like we've done a good job, many episodes in here, talking to people about that. And as you guys know, as you've listened, we'll have a local business owner come in. We'll have somebody that is a, is a good friend or brother talk about brotherhood, addiction, life, like all the different things and pieces. And as we've done that, I feel like we've done a pretty good job of talking to people about why that's important, of how it stays intact. But today, it's real heavy on my heart to talk about when you want to focus on having your circle in life complete, that there are two different types of people that will come into your narrative, to your life, and to your rhythm. And folks, those people are either, you ready for this, circle makers, circle breakers. You will have people that come into your life and they tighten it up. Like like when you meet those people, it could be a coworker, it could be somebody at church, it could be somebody in the community. They tighten that that feeling of solidarity. That's somebody that I can lean on. Other people are circle breakers, meaning they pretend to be in your orbit. They pretend to be your friend, or they're here for a season and they're fair weather, and their departure or their words, or their actions, or let's be real, folks, their inability to act, whatever it might be, they can break that circle. And they can they can leave a gap where you think, okay, so-and-so did this, and then I have to clean it up. So-and-so came in and kind of helped me tighten up. And I, and I think in life, we have two different types of people, and sometimes we'll call them just friends or not friends, but it's so much more than that, because it can be an acquaintance. It can be somebody who's only here for a time. There are people that that do this. And so, Clayton, I want to invite you on this journey uh, with me today where we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about people that help you in your life to, like I said, to tighten up your circle. And then we're going to talk about those people. We're going to have a diagnostic for, for our listeners to talk about people in your life that just bust it up. People that just mess it up intentionally or non intentional. And so I want to start. Here's what I want to do. I want to start with the positive. I want to spend another segment talking about kind of warning shots uh, for people that are out there. And then I want to finish today's session by talking, bringing it back around to talk about the importance of that tight circle, the importance of an evaluation on that. So let's start with this, Clayton. I was taught as a kid that loyalty is the most important currency of value. That loyalty was a very important currency of value. When you, when you think about somebody who is loyal in your life, and you don't have to go through a name or a descriptor per se, but what's it mean to you? What, what kind of emotions come out when you think about somebody that's loyal? Uh, somebody's got your back. Sure. Yeah, they, 
they've got your back. Uh, I had friends growing up that they, they'd say, I got your back. And then it was like way back, you know, it, it, not that type, not the person that says, Hey, I'll, I'll be there for you. If everything hits the fan, but one that's just a little bit closer, the, the, the one, cause I, there's people that if I was fixing to go to jail or do something, they'd be like, no, 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 no. But, but I'm talking about the people that are like, Hey, through, let's, through let's roll thick and thin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Do you, as as we try to raise children, and we try to raise children, and we think about the people that have been loyal to us growing up. People, uh, I've got a guy, a good buddy, and I've said this on the show before. He always describes me, and he says, we've been dogs ever since we were pups. You know, it's it's a funny description, but he says that talking about people that are that are closest yeah. uh, to him. When When you look at that, and you're trying to communicate that to another generation, when you're trying to say to people, "Hey, this is this is what brotherhood is like," because I, I don't I don't think our kids have it the way that we had it. Um, I think you got to try to do it through sports. Yeah, degree. I think that's maybe what I try to do. You know, you got to be a good teammate. Mm-hmm. You got to mm-hmm. have each other's back. You win together. You lose together. Uh, not one person wins or loses a game. You know, things like that. Those cliches. Yeah. You know, knowing knowing. Okay, so so let's use the sports analogy. If if I'm on a team and we have each other's back, what that means is that on that team we have purpose, mm-hmm. and the purpose is to do what? Ultimately, work, work together and win. Okay, yeah. And and I like you that you said that work together and win. You could also insert this work together to win. Yeah, like that's that's the end goal. Um, winning winning does cure everything. Makes and you feel better. It, well, it makes you say, "This is what we got up to do." Right. Like accomplished. We, we got we got dressed to go. Um, we we put on the same uniform. Key emphasis on same to go and compete. Now, folks, this is sports talk, but use it for work, man. Use it for the person that wears the same uniform as you, or or if you're not a uniform place, use it for the person that when it's payday. They've got the same logo in the corner of the check that you have, right? That that person is on the same team that you are, so we're going to go and do that. The funny thing, too, is people that are loyal are people that say this, we're, we're in it to win it. Yeah. But then also, if it goes sideways, if if we don't win, I'm in it for the journey. I'm in it for the memories, my wife was describing to my daughter recently a travel team that she was on, and she said, we were all so happy to be on it because we made it. And my daughter said to her, you made it like you had to try out? And she goes, honey, back in the day with travel teams, there weren't like six in a mile radius. Like the best of the best made it. Right. And if you made it, you were happy to have the position. And so as they were talking, my wife's very competitive. And my daughter said to her, she said, so, so were you guys really good? And my wife said to her, yeah, yeah. And it kind of threw my daughter off because my wife said, yeah, almost with a question mark. And I couldn't tell at that moment if my wife was saying, yeah, we were, we were good. Now maybe compared to people today, we're not. Like I wasn't sure if that's, that's what she was saying. So I pushed it a little further and she goes, but that's not really the stuff I remember. She goes, I really, I really don't remember our, our record or this. She goes, I remember going to the hotel. I remember going to Denny's to eat, <laughs> which is funny. Try to take my wife to Denny's now. Uh, but she said, I remember those pieces of it the way that we were together. I think there's something in that. 
Yeah, I, you know, you and I talked recently about this Babe Ruth team mm-hmm. that our kids are involved in. And I, I'm going to say in, in 10 or 15, 20 years that the majority of those kids are going to say the same thing about their experience together uh, because they typically have a good time when they're together. Right. Win, lose, or draw. Right. For the most part. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I get it. I, I, I see what you're saying. When you like each other, that's a recipe. Or let, let me let me do this better. When you like each other, that's an ingredient in the recipe for winning. Correct. Um, it's it's good when you see people like each other. Now, other people can make arguments of Michael Jordan didn't like Dennis Rodman. They didn't talk for three years. What, what, whatever. But they liked each other in the sense of respected each other as players. Sure. Um, one of the things that I love watching the Warriors in the NBA and now, for those people that are still watching, the Heat, uh, they they like each other. It's it's this brotherhood mentality. Uh, I like it in college football or maybe old school college football. Um, I like it in baseball when you get somebody out and you're flipping it around the horn. You know, I I like seeing that. I think it's a recipe for winning. But then also, I think there's a piece of this that when you lose, not if you lose, but but when you lose, when you like each other, it, that goes better. Yeah. Um, the loyal people are the people, the circle makers, as we're doing this morning. Um, the circle makers are the people that say this. I want to help you make your circle and complete your circle through loyalty, through, you know, this currency of value being somebody who's in it to win it with you. But when we lose, I'm still here. Yeah. Um, I'm preaching this weekend two doors over at West 7th. And the Sunday morning lesson that I'm going to be talking about comes from John chapter 6. And in John chapter 6, people start to leave Jesus. They start to just bail. They start to go. And it says in John 6, he says, um, I can't wait to say this to this this church. It's going to be fun. But he says, he looks around and he says, are you going to go too? He says this to his disciples. And Peter says, you know, it's Peter, which is hilarious because Peter's the guy who's cutting people's ears off. Peter's the one who's denying him, you know, with the cock crow. And uh, Peter's the one who tri- tries to walk on water and falls. You know, you, you kind of hear it and you go, oh, Peter. You know, that's what we can say sometimes. But Peter's the one who says to him, I love this, where else are we going to go? <laughs> where else are we going to go? He says, you're the one that has the words to eternal life. So there's my whole sermon, Clayton. Uh, but, 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 he, but he says it to him, like, where else are we going? Like, I'm here. Like, 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 like we, are, we are here right now. Cool part about that is when Jesus comes back and Jesus returns, I love this. He says, go tell. He gives them instructions. He says, go tell the disciples like about him coming back. And he says, and Peter. Like, mentions him by name. You know, and so I, there's there's this loyalty even through your humanity, right? Like 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 Peter Peter's full of humanity, but then there's this loyalty of hey, I'm here. Like where else am I going? Like I may I may I may talk some ish. Uh, I'm gonna say that in my sermon too. Get ready. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, but I'm here, right? Like I'm here. Uh, kind of like our sons, they can give it to each other. Right. Yeah. They, we, we were at a lunch the other day or dinner, or whatever. And they're blah, 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 blah. But when they see each other, they kind of light up. You know, yeah. they're, they're they're here. That team, that Babe Ruth team, we're talking about. My son told me he said, "Dad," he said, "on this team, you go, it's a little bit different than what I'm used to." My son lives in a bubble uh, at his at his private Christian school. He goes, "So there's pieces of it that are different." He said, and then he stops. It's like go, contemplating, and then he says, 
but nobody's out to get me. None of these kids, none of these parents. It's not, it's not the private school, and I'm picking on private schools. I know it can happen at public schools, but it's not the, it's not the culture of, well, little Johnny should be playing in his spot or so and so thinks he walks on water. You know, that happens with parents and kids and sports. He sees it more as a, look, these are guys I've been rolling with for years Mm -hmm. and we're here together. And he has a joy that comes from that. So on the way home, my son says to me, you know what? This is, this is making me better. Like, I can't wait to take this to my travel ball, you know, showcase this weekend. Like, I, I need to, he goes, I need to play there the way that I play here. Like, and that, that's how you make a circle. Like, that's how you, to use our theme here, that loyalty, that energy that, that I, folks, I'm just going to say it like this, just from my vernacular, use whatever one fits yours, that my bros <laughs> give me. Mm-hmm. That that my homies, that my friends, that that my people give me, they they make my circle tight, and, and it makes me more confident in the things that I do. Right. Uh, that that's what I see. I feel like it's a lost art. I was in youth ministry, gracious, for a decade. Okay, and when I was in youth ministry, a lot of kids, I would get calls from this Christian college that I went to. And they would say, what is the secret to you sending so many kids? I would send so many kids to my alma mater. And what I wanted to say was, hey, based on the number of kids that I'm sending back to the school, what about these loans that I'm paying? You, <laughs> I know the way math works, but I never said that. Uh, and I said, honestly, I haven't told any of them to go to your college. They have seen my relationships and my friends who come back here to speak, who come back here to play basketball, who, if I'm gone the weekend, I'm with one of them. They have seen the brotherhood. They have seen the friendships that I have. And you know what they think? If that's a product of that college, I'm going to go. If that's a product of that school, I'm going to go so I can get that. So guess what happened, Clayton? I'd I'd have a random kid, uh, a young Clayton Harris, (laughs) who goes off to college, and he goes off looking for the friendships that he's seen that I have from that school. He'd call me about Thanksgiving and say, I've been here a few months. There's no friendships like that. I've been here for a bit. Uh, there's, there's, no, there's nothing like that. I, I can't see or I can't find what you had. Sometimes I'd have to tell them, hey, I didn't become tight with so-and-so until the second semester of my senior year. Or you haven't been through adversity yet with him. This one guy's dad came who was an alcoholic and tried to pull him out of a dorm. And I stood in between him and his dad and said, he's staying here. Like, and I'm not the hero in the story. I just, I just did it, you know, in the moment. But we became bros ever since then. You know what I'm saying? I, I helped him make his circle. I helped him realize that if your family stinks, there are other people that can stand in the gap. You haven't had adversity yet. And I think some people in generations behind us, here's why I'm going with this as we go into a break. There are some people that are generations behind us or that are coming up that don't see loyalty, that don't see this, honestly, because of the way some adults have botched it. And so here's what I want people to do. As we roll into this break, I want you to think about people around you that are a part of your circle. Are they making it? Are they breaking it? We'll come back on Circle Unbroken. Listen to these words, though, so we can pay the bills.
Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled. But then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Bank with First Farmers and you can bank with confidence. With personalized solutions, dedicated experts, and over a century of experience, First Farmers lets you feel secure and empowered in your financial choices. This is Felicia Brown with First Farmers, and I would like to remind you that no matter your goals, First Farmers is here for you. Visit MyFirstFarmers.com or call 1-800-882-8378 to switch to First Farmers today. Member FDIC. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. 
At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hoods for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 bikes, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Let's go. We are back. I am your host, Taft Ayers, here on Circle Unbroken, and I am joined in by one of my friends, Clayton Harris. Welcome, sir. 
How's it going, Taft? Dude, I, I introduced you as one of my friends because that's not a word I throw around. Um, and with our theme for today, if you guys have been with us, you know we're talking about people in your life that are circle makers, people in your life are fixing to get into this that are circle breakers. And I didn't make that rhyme just to be cute. It's just where my heart is. But Clayton, you're a guy who we, we met through coaching. Yeah, I remember where I was sitting. We were in this room. These guys came over from another league. You were wearing a big camouflage jacket. Uh, you you were in there. There were these other guys with you. I was like, "Is he an Alabama fan?" Like like you, you were there in that room. I'm like, is he wearing a state championship ring? Like, but you were you were in this room. And I just remember assessing you and then talking. And then I found an email the other day where I was I was typing something up. I was actually doing a search in my phone to look for you on something else. I think it was work-related. And it pulled up an old Yahoo email. Oh, wow. That was uh, me and you talking about All-Stars and kids for this, like a 9- and 10-year-old team. Really? And it was like, this kid should make it. This kid should be considered. This kid cannot be considered. And I remember some of the language that you and I used with each other then where I was like, okay. I was like, this guy's guy's cool. And then our relationship grew to the point where – we started traveling each other. Gabe made our little travel team that yeah. we had created. Um, there was openness. We could talk about things that didn't make sense or, or whatever. But it was always somebody. For me, it's funny that now we have a professional relationship. But it, it was somebody for me that I was like, okay, this this person has my back. This person also learned about me. You know, once we went through the politics of of you know local town baseball where I was like, Clayton, I have no time for that person who talks junk and who lies and who all this. And I, and I think we like, you, you got to understand my, the things I get fired up about. Uh, you got to understand the way I can act so stupid and ridiculous in public. Uh, but then also I think an appreciation grew out of that. Yeah. Uh, to where people see it, and I think it's a it's a tangible thing. My son now talks about. It. He says, "Dad, you you and Clayton are good friends, aren't you?" And I said, "Yeah." And she goes, and, and he, he he goes, "Yeah." He gets a uh, he gets to laughing, and it's real funny. Like he'll he'll laugh at some of the things that you say and do, and you'll laugh at those things. It's funny that kids pick up on that. They pick up on when adults appreciate each other. Yeah, when they have a good time. My oldest son is very perceptive on things like that. He he describes people now in his life as real and fake, and he you know, he's got this adrenaline and testosterone. He's figuring out in his life, and he's like, Man, "I'm gonna pop off on the fake people. I'm gonna pop off." I'm like, "What do you mean you're gonna, you're gonna pop off on them?" But it's funny, Clayton. That's where I am. I'm making fun of this little kid who's full of testosterone, talking about who he's gonna pop off on. But I right now uh, have shared with you my feelings on people that are not loyal. Uh, on on people that are fake, um, I'll describe them as babies. I'll describe them as people that are that are cutting. Uh, people that hey, I'm right here. Come talk to me. You know, and I'm going to be fair. There are people in their lives who could describe me the same way if they perceive something or wonder. So I mean, we everybody in life has somebody. Like if I call everybody a hypocrite and I open up the phones, there are people that call in right now and be like, "Well, let me tell you why you're a hypocrite," and, and they'd have a they'd have a position. But but I think being mindful of how when we are not loyal, when when we become almost mean and and cutting well here's what happens we break the circle the circle of trust 
we break the circle of solidarity with, with people. Um, it happens at work. It happens in the community. It happens at churches. And what I'd like to do in this segment is spend some time, since those are our pegs, talking about all three. There are people that are circle breakers. What I mean by that is they're not loyal. Um, they're destructive. Uh, Pick other words, weasel, snake, you know, whatever. And when you think about these people, they're people that I like to see going and not coming. There are people that I don't like to be in the same room with. There are people that I will cringe when I hear their voice. And the reason that I'll do that is because I will say this. You know what? Like, don't like somebody? Cool. Have a problem with somebody? Cool. Make an inquiry about somebody? Hey, I was just wondering. Okay, yeah, that's how you can grow in a relationship. Some of the best people in church life, let's start with church, came to me when I was a young youth minister just figuring it out in Memphis. They'd come to the door, and I remember this man. We were not alike. We, we were not the same, okay? And it would have been real easy not to like him. But he would come to the door, and he would do this little move on my door frame where it almost looked like he was scratching his back on the door, right? It was weird. But he would look at me, and he would go, hey, man, question for you. And he would always put this R in it, and I was like, oh, what a moron. Well, I, became, I, I grew and I learned that when he would say question, He'd been thinking about this. He had something that he was going to ask me so that we could grow. Seriously. Because you know what he could have done? He could have gone down the hallway to where the women were down the hallway and run with that however you want to. He could have gone down there with them and just had like a hen session where he goes down there and talks with them. And is like, can you believe that this young youth minister did? Right? It would, it would not have been productive um, it, it would, at all. And he would come in there and say, question. What happened would be we would talk about something that I did or didn't do that he wanted to know about. And you know what's funny? He never stayed on my doorframe. When we started talking, he wound up on my couch. I'd be at my desk, be on my couch. He would have to start there. Then he'd get to the couch, and, dude, before it was over, we're handshaking or we're hugging because we had figured each other out. Mm-hmm. It was – there's no other way to put it. We handled business. Mm-hmm. We handled business to the point – where I preached his funeral a couple of years ago. I'd left that church. I preached his funeral. And I was able to look out at a group of people and not talk about all the times where we didn't see eye to eye. But I was able to talk about, hey, man, this was somebody who was raised to handle business, to ask somebody the hard questions, <laughs> but, to, but to say things this way. And he could have easily been a circle breaker. Yeah. But he chose to be a circle maker, you know, to the point where the way the song actually in context says, may the circle be unbroken. Dude, I can't wait to see to see this guy, you know, in eternity. Like this is a guy who I, I miss because of the way he handled business, even though we weren't the same. He said to me one day, he's, I, he, this is, and this was a man who took care of the property and didn't understand a young man coming in as a youth minister. All we would do is wreck it. Uh, we would just wreck the property. Well, we would wreck the property because we'd be hanging out and doing all this stuff with kids that were troubled youth. And what he didn't know, well, all he would see was leftover such and such the next day. What he didn't know is that somebody obeyed the gospel and was baptized at one fifteen a.m., right? And so we would have to have these conversations about how 
things are just done differently now, but I, I want to respect you and I want to, I want these kids to pick up. I want them to do this. And we were able to walk through it. But one time he started by saying this to me, I came in one morning and it was later than he thought I should have gotten to the office. And he said to me, he goes, I'm going to start calling you. This is at the end of, of our uh, relationship. He said, I'm going to start calling you every morning when I wake up. Like, ha, 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 alarm alarm clock, arise ye that sleepeth. You know what I said? I said, that's a deal. As long as I can call you every night when I go to bed after I've deposited the last kid. And you know what we did? He laughed the way you just laughed, and we hugged. Because we had gotten through all the crap. We had right. gotten through those pieces, right? Clayton, there are people that don't know how to have a conversation like that. No. They don't know how to do it, and it might be because they've been burned. Yeah. It might be – and again, I don't know radio rules, so I don't know what FCC is fixing to do. But let me tell you this. It might be because they've been burned before. It might be because they don't have real relationships in their life. You know what it also might be? It also might be that when they reach down between their legs, they don't know if they have any balls or not. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? And that's the most vulgar thing I've ever said on this show. But what I'm saying right here is they, they they may not know how to be a man and how to be a friend. They may not know how to be loyal. Maybe they just grew up as somebody who had to always fight and, and scratch and talk about somebody if you got to talk about somebody or do something this way. And I'm like, dude, like, like, man up. Like, I want you to be in my circle or not be. But don't pretend like you're in it when you're sitting here cracking it and breaking it all the way through. Clayton, I am fired up because I think that the world is missing this. And it bothers me. Sorry I said balls. No, you're good. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I think social media has really changed the mm. way we communicate with each other. Like keyboard warriors? Yeah, key, you got keyboard warrior, warriors, and then you got people who are only worried about, you know, perception and things like that. Sure. You know, I I don't know. I, we don't know how to communicate with each other anymore as humans. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about us. I think I think our generation. You know, we we didn't have text messaging. We didn't have social media growing up. We had to actually talk to people on the phone. Um, I mean, I, I can remember not having a phone. You know, right? You'd leave the house and then you'd come home and you got home. You know, mm -hmm. life was a lot slower back then and right. a lot better, in my opinion. But yeah, uh, definitely, there's communication problems with people. Of all sorts, and I think a lot of it has to do with uh, technology and, and social media. Right. Oh, yeah, dude, it does. Um, I think we have a perception. I think we have what we see. We have what we know, what we think we know. Yeah. Um, a, a lot of times with people. And then also, if we want to use the social media analogy, we also have the things that we post. Mm-hmm. The things that are there, um, the the way that some people are brave. I've had people say things in a comment section before that they would never say to my face. Um, and then also, you ready for this? We also have the DM behaviors yeah, yeah. where I'll send you a message. I'll send you something private where everybody can't see it. Um, and sometimes those things can be done out of loyalty. Like, hey – I just wanted you to know, 
you know, did this. But then other times it's, it's, hey, uh, I want to say something to you in private that I won't say in public. And it's almost like this E2 Brutus. Like it's almost these things sometimes where it happens and you're going, dude, this is just cunning. Like this is just, this is just mean. This isn't the right way to do something. And it's bothersome to me because like we said, we're going to talk about the three areas. It happens in churches. It happens in churches where people talk about folks, gossip about people. Yeah. Um, a fellow that I know from back in the day uh, went to went to the you know he's a student of the Big Book. We're talking rehab. We're talking AA. And when it was time for him to go to church, uh, he was having trouble going. And I said, "Well, dude, you've locked in with a higher power." He goes, "Oh, no doubt, definite higher power." But church is hard. So why is church hard? I mean, that's where we talk about the higher power. He said, dude, I just came out of AA where it's put your crap on the table. Put it, put it on the table. And I go to church where it's put it under the table. You know, I act like you don't have any problems. Uh, and he said, so that's a hard struggle for me. So, so it happens at church because we're a bunch of pretenders. It does. It also happens in business because we're cutthroat, right? Right. Um, we think so-and-so may be out to get me or so-and-so may be out to take my bread. And I believe in business that it's just like evangelism. <laughs> what I mean by that is evangelism is, when it comes to religion, it is one beggar telling another beggar where to find bread. That's, that's the description of it. I think in business, it's me and you trying to tell each other how to be better and how to go make bread. Like that, that's what I think. And I don't, I don't look at you as who moved my cheese or who took my bread or who's fixing to take my bread. I just wouldn't, I'm not built like that. I'm, I'm built to say, I'm pulling for you. I'm, I'm cheering for you. Let's go. And then I think in communities where the leaders are elected, I think we're trained to be fake. I, I, th- I think we're trained in a lot of ways to be super nice when it's time to vote for me, uh, to shake hands and try to be civil but then also turn around in an office in a back alley in a such and such and say, that person should not have that position. Let's boot them. That's why I like voting for people who aren't that way, that aren't fake, that will tell it the way it is. And uh, I think the majority of the country agrees. Right. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. Because that way you get closer to run with this analogy over and over and over again to having a circle that remains intact. That's it. It's unbroken. So, folks, we're glad you're with us. When we come back, we're going to talk about the power of this circle, what it means, how it makes stronger churches, businesses, and communities. Encouragement. Be a circle maker. Don't be a circle breaker. We'll be back. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. 
I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hubs for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 bikes, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. We are glad you're here. I don't know if you found Circle Unbroken today driving down the road where you maybe just left work and you say, I am never going back. And then it hits you. Wait, tomorrow's payday. I got to go back. Uh, Maybe you are on your way to a practice and you are thinking this coach has no idea what he's doing and I'm about to hold up for a minute. Maybe you found this on podcast and you're, you've got it in one of your cute little, you know, uh, Airbuds, and you're you're listening to it where no one else can tell it, and you're working, and they think you're listening to something inspirational. Well, I promise you, 
you will be inspired. I'm glad you're here. Point blank, period. Don't care where you're coming from. I'm joined in, like again, I'm Taft Ayers, joined in by Clayton Harris. Thanks for not walking out, Clayton. Uh, thanks for having me. Means a lot to me. And folks, we are talking about people that are circle makers and people that are circle breakers. And what we mean by that is there are people in life that are life giving. And then there are other people in life that are life sucking. Meaning there are people that come into your orbit and they come in and it's like, hey, man. And you're like, whoa, whoa, what was that? Like, what are you so happy about? And they're like, honestly, I woke up today. And you're like, dang. I mean, they're over here like, it's a great day to be alive. You're like they're, they're, they're pumped, right? And there's other people that walk into a room. And I've said this before. It's like Eeyore or it is like... <laughs> that was perfect timing. I don't know if people in Radio Land heard that, uh, but there's somebody in our studio right now that just sneezed right like crazy, and I'm going to choose to believe that they are a life giver and not a life taker, right? Uh, but then there are other people that come in and they sound like Eeyore. They sound like Ross from Friends. If if you guys know that show, hello. You're like, man, what's wrong with you? Like, what happened to you? And I submit that there is great power in keeping our circle intact. I submit that there's a great idea of having a life that is complete, where people are together, where people make good sense. They 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 care about each other's decisions. And, and it's what I think about. It's what I picture from growing up. And so the way we want to conclude uh, today's session of Circle and Broken is we want you to really think about this. Think about how you grew up. Think about how life started for you. Think about people that were life givers. Think about people that believed in loyalty and people that you just honestly wanted to be like. You wanted to be like those people and maybe you made steps to be like that person. And then here's what happened. Life happened. Life happened, and kind of like that old school song we sang when we were kids at church, This Little Christian Light of Mine. Man, those kids will walk around singing that song, throwing their arm out of socket. And they're spitting all over the place when they're saying, don't let Satan blow it out, right? Those are the people that believe they have a light. And then here's what happens. Life happens. The wind blows. It gets dark. And in their lives, you wonder what happened to that person's light. Well, I think what happens is the circle breaks. I think the circle breaks, and I think people are, are left to look around and say, who's there? Like that old school Arby's commercial. Remember that one? Yes. Where is everybody? Where did everybody go? And the guy's running through the streets alone. I think that's what depression feels like. I think that's what depression feels like. And not that an Arby's, Arby's roast beef sale. Uh, not that that is what cures all depression. But what I mean is you're in a spot where it's just dark, where you're just wondering, hey, what happened? And here's what happened, folks. You stopped focusing on the things that make a strong circle. You stopped evaluating and saying, man, there are people in my life that are life-giving, and I need more of those people around me. I think people evaluate from time to time, but we don't think about it enough. And then I also think this, Clayton, I don't think we trim the fat the way that we should. I don't think that we make evaluations the way that we should. To quote Michael Scott, right? I don't think that we really focus on addition by subtraction. <laughs> the, the, the way that we should. A, a man told me the other day that his church had a revival. And so when I hear revival, what do you think about when you hear revival? Big gathering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
big gathering, depending on your denomination. Sometimes it can be with a tent. Yeah. Uh, sometimes yeah. it can just be inside. Uh, but but if you think about this in church, and I said, come on down to the revival. Dude, you got singing. You got preaching. Hopefully, if it's my kind of revival, it's preach the word and eat the bird, right? Like there's yeah. somebody has brought something afterwards. Uh, also, man, hey, give me some pie. Like let, let's, let's do this. We had a revival. I think about people being saved. I think about a baptism. I think about somebody, you know, repenting or changing their life, whatever flavor your church does. That's what I think about. This guy told me that they had a revival. He's a local church planner. And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I didn't see it. I didn't see it on social media. I didn't see blah, blah, blah. And he goes, oh, no, no, it wasn't an event. Three families left. <laughs> and I said, oh, do, say what? And he said, three families left. And he said, and these were families that just sucked the life out of our movement. They left and were experiencing revival. Clayton, whoa. He, <laughs> That's addition by subtraction, I guess. It is. It's it's him looking and saying these people were breaking the circle. They weren't making it. And so he's saying that the church is experiencing revival because three families left. Now he knows they're going to go somewhere else. They'll if they, they they believe in the Lord and serve the Lord and they go do it somewhere else. If you're a business owner, hear this. There are people that are sucking the life out of your organization. And you know what you're doing? Maybe at night you're thinking about the business and maybe you pour yourself a little drink. Uh, maybe you're going over the books. Maybe you're thinking about, you know, your, your mission and your organization in a committee meeting or a boardroom. And you're like, you know, we may have a such and such issue or there's a problem here. And you talk about it for a second and then you just move on. Here's the deal. That person, place or thing might be sucking the life out of your organization, and you're going, eh, that stinks. And, and, and you've got the power. If this man who's a church planner here talks about these families leaving, you know what he's not doing? He's not going with a casserole saying, please come back. Right. He's saying, we're experiencing a revival. God love you, and God can love you over there. There are organizations that need people to go. They need them to go for organizational health. There are communities that need people to not get reelected. They need people to step down from their position. And the reason that they need this is so that everybody can heal. Everybody can be complete. Now, if you've listened to this show for many times, I believe in restoration. I believe that People can come back. I think that that's what repentance is. I think far too often we let people, you know, crawl away and waddle on back, but that's not here nor there. I think that people can be restored. I think that there are people on my friends list that I can cut and say they're not, they're not making it. They're not making my circle. They can go change, grow, repent, come back and, and jump right back in. I believe that I can do that in your life. If I've been somebody who's sucking life out of you, I can go fix me, come back and say, hey, man, I've always loved you and appreciated you, and we can be in rhythm again. Okay, so this isn't doomsday talk. But what this is, is this is me screaming to people from a place of passion because I've seen it for decades. You got somebody who's killing you. You've got somebody who you keep on, 
you keep around, you stay in touch with them, and all they're doing is crippling you, not helping you walk, and you're sitting here going, something's wrong with my feet. <laughs> and I'm over here going, you know what? We've been called to walk with each other, to push, pull, or drag each other, to help people the way we talk about loyalty, to help people, to move people along. And instead, we sit over here many a times, all of us, we sit over here and say this, oh, you know, I've, I've been around them for a long time, and, and that's just how they are. Oh, you got to know them. That's just that's just, that's just just how they are. Dude, that, that doesn't work in any area of life. Growing up, I had my grandfather who was around all these people, and they were from a different culture than I was from. I was from the city, and they were from the country. And they talked a certain way about people that weren't white that I was raised not to talk like. I was raised that if you call somebody a racial name and you mean it, then somebody's going to get a bloody lip. I mean, that's, that's how I grew up. And so I grew up, man, I, I would be at a ballpark. I would be at a, at a city park. And if somebody called such and such a name that wasn't the right name, you know what? We may roll around on the ground. Then I would go to the country. And I'd go to the country. I'd hear my grandfather and some of his friends say things. And they would say things that weren't right. It was not okay to call somebody else that. And I remember the local preacher at this little church who was sitting with these men at a truck stop. Okay, that's where they would always go to eat in town. The vice mayor was there. He might have been my uncle, but they were all there in this little town in West Tennessee. And the preacher was sitting there with them. They were all eating ham and biscuits. And I was there just waiting to go fishing. I couldn't wait till my grandfather finished this meeting so we could go do the fun stuff. Right. And I remember them saying racial stuff and the preacher saying something about it. Guys, you know, it's not okay to talk that way. And they looked at the preacher who had been educated in the city. And they go, preacher, here, listen, he doesn't mean it, and I don't mean it. You, you're not from here. We were just raised that way. And, man, it's just how we were raised. We don't mean it. We, we were just raised that way. And the preacher looks at them and says this. I get it. We were all raised different. He said, but in Galatians, it says that we've all been raised in Christ. And we've been raised to walk a new way. Oh, dude, they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. And his point was this. Don't just excuse my behavior or your behavior because that's just how we came up. Don't just excuse. If there's a standard, there's a standard. Don't just excuse it. And so if you're in a professional environment, man, don't let somebody just be a complete drag because, well, they're just a negative person. If it's a community environment where somebody's an elected official, well, don't let them just do that because they've done a lot of good. They've done a lot of good, so we'll just excuse this part. No, if there's a standard, it's a standard. If it's a church and we're all saying, hey, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free, which is the gospel, don't let people live in their lies. It doesn't mean that my job is to condemn everybody, but it's to acknowledge that there are people that are breaking the circle. And when this happens, Clayton, I think we've got to make moves to restore the circle. You agree? I agree. I concur. <laughs> and so Clayton, you didn't Clayton, thank you for coming to my TED talk. Clayton, <laughs> Clayton, you, you were here in this room today and I just want to let you know the preaching was free. Uh, there's not going to be an offering. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to pass the plate here. And to those of you that are listening today, if you are thinking to yourself, what is he so fired up and mad about? Here's the answer. Disloyalty. 
I am mad and fired up and hurt at people that are not loyal, at people that just cause problems, and I am mad at myself for the times in my life that I have done the same thing. Humanity is real. Humanity is broken. But there is hope for you that that circle can be complete again if you will surround yourself by circle makers and if you will decide to be one yourself. If you're not dead, it's not too late. Have a good day and keep that circle strong. This is Coach Mike, and you're listening to the best radio in Southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia, Tennessee.